a little cloudiness out there, but the breaking news at 6 a.m. was uh, I got a personal note from the sunshine. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, that told me that sun was working from home. Yeah, well, can and you tell why. the sun to turn the Zoom camera on? Because we haven't seen it in a minute. And so some, an unofficial count, ladies and gentlemen, was maybe nine days that we've had some clouds in the sky. So let's just see if we can break it open a little bit in some parts, east and west today. So we're going to talk about the chances. Nice. So welcome, everybody, to Eyewitness News Mornings at 10. We're going to find out the latest on the sun and its whereabouts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we look forward to that. But we do have a lot to talk about this morning. Um, we're talking about the latest details out of the NYPD commissioner's first state of the NYPD address. Edward Caban, you see him there, the major focus, the future of the department and how it plans to reduce crime in New York City. We are also taking a closer look at some of those online sales scams, particularly on Facebook Marketplace. Mm. Nina will join us here at the table with some tips on how to stay safe. Plus this. I like to be in she was such an inspiration and changed the way we viewed performers in just about every genre you can imagine. Theater lovers particularly, Cheetah Rivera's remarkable talent and passion for song and dance being remembered this morning, but also anyone who ever wanted to break barriers needs yeah. to take that lesson. Just incredible. Yes. Sandy Kenya will be up here to take a look back oh, at her wait. life and I, legacy. And it's just oh. when you think about in the humble sort of stature that she had. Yes. She was this Such icon. Strong from character. Her. Yeah, and like when she received the Kennedy Center honor, she said, wait a minute, you must have made a mistake. It oh. can't be me. <laughs> oh. And you just think about working up into her 90s. It was remarkable. And everyone, you know, in the business needs to make sure that she's a part of the conversation of the business because yep. she made so many changes and really forced, pried the door open and oh, then yeah. held it open yeah. for so many yeah, people. Can't wait for Sandy. Yeah, can't yeah, wait for that conversation. Yeah. Um, we talked and joked about the clouds a little bit, but seasonal depression is a real thing, and a it lot is. of people are complaining about the fact that they just haven't gotten any brightness. You haven't been able to get outside and feel that sunshine. So we're going to try to crack that cloud layer out a little bit. We'll just mention, though, that we've had about five and a half inches of rain so far, but very little snow because we've been milder than normal. It's a cloudy start to the day again today in the headlines. By the time we get into Thursday, maybe 50 degrees is where we're going. I think we'll see breaks of sunshine there, but we have sunshine fully for the weekend and the first part of next week. 37 degrees. We just have a very light breeze out there. So there's not much in the way of wind chill. The clouds have delivered a little light moisture on the shoreline, but also a few flurries in western parts of New Jersey, New Jersey as well. A little dusting there. Numbers are near 40 degrees for a good part of the day today. Later this afternoon, eastern areas will try to crack those clouds with some sunshine between them and also western areas as the winds go west. A drier breeze a little bit later this afternoon, but it's tomorrow morning that we actually do get to see some sunshine between the clouds for full forecast coming up soon. Looking forward to it. Here's some of the news that we are following here in the 10 a.m. hour. A new video just into this deadly fire that happened in Regal Park, Queens. A woman killed, and now we know she was 86-year-old Rosemary mm. Monaco. A 54-year-old man was also pulled out of the home. He was unresponsive at the time. Two firefighters treated for minor injuries. This all unfolded on 66th Avenue just after 10.50 last night. A live report ahead on what we know about the investigation at the bottom of the hour. A fiery crash in the Morrisania section of the Bronx. This is video of the aftermath where a car slammed into a traffic pole near the intersection of East 167th Street and Prospect Avenue. Mm. No word yet on the cause or if there were any serious injuries. And another commuter alert. If you're in the area of Diamond Hill Road and Valley Road, you know, that area in Berkeley Heights, uh, New Jersey, watch out for this. All roadways in the intersection are shut down for a water main break there. And look at this. That's a sizable water main break. Uh, yeah. Police 
police there are saying this is going to be a problem and it's clear all day long until they can assess the scope of the work that is needed there that from the Berkeley Heights Police Department. Wow. Well, have you guys seen this disturbing video of this assault on NYPD officers in Times Square? Five migrants have been arrested and now charged in this attack, which happened over the weekend. NYPD officials say officers were trying to break up a disorderly group. That's how they described it when all of this happened. Yeah, it is such wild video, Mike. Um, it is exactly the kind of violence that the police union says is far too common in New York City in the kind of situation NYPD Commissioner Edward Caban hopes to prevent in the future, which was one of his points during his State of the NYPD address. Eyewitness News reporter Janice Yu was there. She's live in Midtown to tell us what he said. Janice. Good morning, guys. Yeah, so the state of the NYPD just wrapped up. This was Commissioner Edward Caban's first state of the NYPD. And um, he, as well as other leaders of the NYPD, touted uh, all of the successes that the department has seen, particularly over the last year. They said things like old-fashioned detective work, new technology, as well as building those relationships with the communities. Uh, that is what helped tackle and decrease crime throughout the city. The city ended last year on an encouraging note. There was a 12% decrease in homicides from the previous year. They're crediting things like new technology and operational processes, and of course, those relationships with the communities for this positive trend. And they say they'll continue to rely and improve on these things. But a month into the new year right now, murder, robbery, felony assault, and grand larceny are up compared to this time last year. And of course, the department is also facing new challenges with the ongoing migrant crisis throughout the city. Just over the weekend, I know you guys just talked about this and showed the video, two officers were attacked by a group of migrants while they were asking the group to break up. Five people were arrested and police continued to search for seven more. And to help to understand and handle the migrant crisis, as well as other issues that impact the city, the NYPD announced today, just in the last couple of hours, that two new officers will be stationed in Bogota, Colombia and Tucson, Arizona. And these officers will be serving as eyes on the ground and they will provide ongoing information back to NYPD here in New York. These posts will help the NYPD address the myriad issues that are coming across our southern border, from guns to drugs to people. Well, again, the state of the NYPD just wrapped up. Commissioner Caban says the state of the NYPD is strong. The mayor, as well as other city leaders, were in attendance here at the Cipriani here behind me. Back to you guys. Janice, thank you. Some other headlines we are following. The Postal Service's internal watchdog now investigating a surge in mail thefts in Queens. Congresswoman Grace Meng sounding the alarm on the issue in recent months. The agency's inspector general will look at the actions the Postal Service has taken to prevent and then respond to the thefts. And the findings will be released in March. We know 16 post offices throughout the borough are now under review. After years of delays, New York City will soon overhaul the way it collects trash from businesses. The Sanitation Department will put a 2019 law into action this fall. It would establish 20 commercial waste zones. Only three private companies would be allowed to pick up trash, recycling, and compost from businesses in each zone. The department announced which companies have been selected for each zone yesterday. Hmm, that's interesting. All right, after yesterday's um, kind of headline-making veto overrides, the City Council is back in 
action today. Um, a meeting to discuss the legislation on two hot button issues. One of them, street vendors and, and the other one, e-bikes. But let's talk about the street vendors one. This is in response. Remember the Brooklyn Bridge and how crowded it was and difficult it was to get through and there were vendors there. Um, so the city council wants to talk about this. The measure would allow vendors on bridges and pedestrian walkways that are at least 16 feet wide. Meanwhile, a package of other bills aimed to increase e-bike safety, which is a huge topic of conversation in this town, whether it's on the roads or where they're stored. One measure requires safety checks for lithium ion batteries used by food delivery workers. Uh, in a large majority of those are used by food delivery workers. Another one requires delivery apps to provide workers with bicycle safety equipment. Mm, another hot button issue, certainly that we've talked about at this table, uh, safety when it comes to social media for our kids. Happening on Capitol Hill right mm. now, a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing with the CEOs from the so-called big five social media companies, TikTok, Meta among them, which is the parent company of Facebook, mm. and um, Instagram, X formerly, Twitter, as well as Snap and Discord. Senators want to know what these companies are doing mm -hmm. to protect the mental and physical well-being of children and young people online. There you have Senator Dick Durbin. He's the chair of this committee, but he also has introduced a package of bills to try to address a variety of issues with these social media companies. We know the huge impact it's having on mental health for the young people. Yeah. There's bullying, kids frequently comparing themselves to the influencers that are making tons of money out there. And also it can turn dangerous. Subway surfing, these videos popping up in the algorithms right. that kids see. Today's hearing is also gonna focus on three major issues. Child pornography trafficking and drug sales online. You know, and there are a few things it seems America can agree on and our area can agree on, but this is something I think everyone is getting behind and, and agreeing to have this conversation. Several of these companies are already named in lawsuits for not doing enough they say not doing enough to prevent harm to young users. While many of these companies say they do have safety policies in place, Congress will likely want and potentially even require them to see those safety policies and then probably ask them to do more. You know, you mentioned people coming together. I mean, this is a time where we're so partisan, right? We're all in yes. our different corners, yep. Republicans, Democrats, even within the Republican and Democratic Party. But Lindsey Graham is also on board with trying to push some movement. And so right. he appeared with Senator Durbin as well, trying to get these companies to be held accountable. Right. It is wild right now. They are some of the most profitable uh, companies in this country, yet there's no oversight. Exactly. And big tech has for so long been so resistant to any of these changes. So while, you know, our elected officials are on the same page, we need to get more of these CEOs on board with this. It's nice to see this small positive sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as some of them have said, this has caused irreparable harm um, on children yeah. and their families. So this is long overdue. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's one of those things that for a long time, everyone thought tech was kind of a mystery. But now I think we've been around it long enough that people understand it. And even people in Washington uh, kind of understand right. what tech is and, yeah. and that it needs some kind of conversation and maybe even some control. Of course, the challenge is always in the details. So they're going to try to hammer something oh, yeah. out. Yeah, well, yeah, we yeah, hope yeah. as we move forward, we'll be following that hearing throughout the day. Coming up next, Leave it to Elmo <laughs> to get the conversation going, right? Right. Uh, still ahead on Mornings at 10, a look at the simple question the Sesame Street star asked this week that got some really unusual responses from everyone, spanning from celebrities to the President of the United States. Elmo asked, how is everybody doing on X? And that is when he got a flood of responses, many of them from people who are struggling right now. Yeah. 
even celebrities confided in Elmo. Actress Rachel Zegler saying she's resisting the urge to tell oh. Elmo that I am kind of sad. Oh. The Detroit Free Press is still dealing with a Lions oh. loss in the NFC Championship saying we've been better. This Aww. is where the social media brilliance comes out with a lot yeah. of these companies. The responses. Yeah. Even Dionne Warwick just responded with a gif. Elmo even caught the attention of the White House. President Aww. Biden tweeting, our friend Elmo is right. We have to be there for each other. <laughs> Offer our help to a neighbor in need. And above all else, ask for help when we need it. Even though it's hard, you're never alone. I love your serious tone. Yeah, well, that's the president. Right. Yeah. No, it's I the really president responding um, to Elmo. I have to, to say that Elmo has been my own personal emotional support um, as I navigated potty training. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because he's got have you ever seen Elmo's Potty Time, uh, the Sesame Street video? Uh, you know, the songs, they still resonate with me to this day. So I thank you, Elmo. <laughs> I just really felt that he was there for me because it was pretty um, gnarly. <laughs> and to say that. as characters go, it's kind of like Elmo is... <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I have nothing to say about potty training. <laughs> I haven't had to do it. You know. But, um, I mean, for others. Um, but it, almost one of those characters that's particularly designed to make you feel relaxed, yeah. happy. You know, you do want to hug Elmo. You want to get a hug from Elmo. I mean, those are some of the more comedic yeah. responses. But I do think it's a revelation of so many people struggling with a lot of things right now. And it took sort of the mm -hmm. innocence of a figure like Elmo to really open up about that. Even if it's sort of tongue-in-cheek for some people, it's a real situation. That's why you're having these meetings right now on Capitol Hill. The hearings in the Senate Going Judiciary Committee yeah. trying to crack down on social media. So the irony here is that what is fueling a lot of the downness and the, even mm -hmm. the depression for mm -hmm. some people is the same vehicle that was used to ask the question by Elmo, how are you doing? Not well for a lot of people, and I think that's what we, that's what we found out. Oh, yeah. Poor Elmo. I know. Gonna need a, like a little therapy session right, after all but that. But even 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 in jest, I think people are basically saying, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm I've been struggling, or this is different." So make sure you have those conversations yeah. with folks. In the very make least, sure you're you not alone, and right. that's what I think we've all learned too. So oh, wow! Leave it to Elmo. Leave it to Elmo. Come on, babe, why don't we paint the tag? And all that jazz. Hey, I played Greek. Italian, Spanish. I played all kinds of parts, but I'm a Latin girl. Be yourself, work hard, and just think you can do everything and anything until you find out you can. Cheetah. Cheetah Rivera, dynamic dancer, singer, and actress who earned three Tony Awards during her long Broadway career, died Tuesday at the age of 91, an inspiration to a generation of Americans and an icon in the Hispanic community. For me to be able to see someone in the arts because I was so attracted, my passion was the arts, someone who was Latina, who um, was part of who I am, was such an inspiration and you know representation does matter as we have learned and she was doing it at a time when we didn't have so much representation when we didn't even understand the word representation for people of color um so she was a trailblazer 
just so remarkable. Sandy's here. So thanks for being here to share your stories because I know you spent some time with her not too long ago, alone in one of her theaters, just talking about her life. And everything we've been talking about as far as representation, we were together in 2017 at the Cafe Carlisle for an afternoon. And she told me, I've never forgotten this, that she was in San Juan earlier in her career, San Juan, Puerto Rico, and the governor of Puerto Rico came to her and said, we are very proud of you. And she said, those six words, mm. that's all I needed. Wow. And uh, she really did represent at a time when the voices were few. The New York Times headline calls her electrifying. And that is not an overstatement, but the woman in private had a sort of calm, almost zen. Yeah. You know, there's a photo that they took uh, with me. You just, at the end, wanted to hug her, even though you didn't photo. know her yeah. very yeah. well. Yeah. And uh, you Aww. just felt the need to hug her and tell her how much grace you felt being in her presence. Yeah, I love that. Um, the Los Angeles Times headline, RIP to the nicest diva mm, speaking to right. her humility i mean she really worked hard for what she earned and her humanity amid all of that amid all of that oozing talent and what's so great about cheetah rivera is you might think okay little saccharine we get here on the show now but she had as she always said two sides of her one was the nice kind wanted to be a great human being many stated accepting the accolades with humanity and humility but she said there was an inner demon <laughs> name oh. of Dolores, <laughs> and Dolores was the one who pushed her out there, yeah. who got the jobs, That's who the was thinking ego. what we're thinking the in our heads yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sandy, it had to be hard because, you know, now we talk about it being difficult to be, you know, represented in any business, but then it just wasn't. It didn't happen. Well, my heart and head went to Rita Moreno, who released a beautiful statement online about seeing Cheetah Rivera for the first time. And I was talking to Joe Torres about this in the newsroom, mm -hmm. where this other icon looks at this icon and says, oh my God, she's one of us. <laughs> and that satisfaction of being this so few and knowing there was one more of, let's say it, your rare talent, mm -hmm. your rare energy, mm -hmm. who is also Latina. I think it was remarkable, too. I mean, she was 91 when she passed, but she was working up until the final moments. One moment symbolizes that for me. Uh, we were coming out of the COVID pandemic that shut down Broadway for so long, and I am on a Zoom with her, and she's telling me, when we come back, we are all going to have to give 110%. We are going to have to come back stronger. We are going to have to try what? harder. <laughs> the woman was a few weeks away from her 90th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that was her, you know, wow. giving her all. Cindy, you see everything and everybody in the business. Do, did you find yourself looking at her, even in the cast lineup? She, to me, had a bright something. Right? Yeah, see, you have to have all the greats have that charisma, that look mm -hmm. at me. The best description I ever had, and I had this with Cheetah Rivera, if I'm looking this way, looking at a wall, and a movie star or a big star or a Broadway star walks behind me, I'll turn around. 
Why is that? I've spent 40 years trying to figure it out and haven't yet, but it's a force field almost, and that's what she had. And particularly noticeable for her because she was small of stature. She was slight. She had a teenager's body till the end, and she was small, but she had this big presence when she walked in a room. Yeah, it's just incredible. I know she was born in Washington, D.C., but very much a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah she actually went to high school in the Bronx, uh, lived with an uncle. Yeah, so we get to claim her. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. <laughs> Sandy, thanks will. for taking a look back. We know you'll have much more coverage throughout the day. Yeah. Thank you, Sandy. Just incredible. Thank you, Bull. Now to a scam involving Facebook. A local man locked out of his account and helpless as the hackers pretend they're him and try to sell his items, all part of a scam. Mm. Nina's here now, seven on your side, stepping in to try to help him out. This is wild. You know what's wild about this is crazy because Joe Torres gave us a story on Monday. Mm -hmm. We went up to Brewster Tuesday, yesterday, to talk to him. And as we were in his kitchen, his friends were PayPaling, Venmoing, and selling um, for items they thought he was selling. And here's how works it all starts with a with a ping okay. he got a ping you know oh your profile picture has been changed mm-hmm. um, here's Pete Gugliardo who's a retired firefighter and he goes wow that's weird all of a sudden he's selling Morgan Wallen tickets oh. for this sold-out show and his friends are like oh my gosh you have Wallen tickets because remember the uh, oh. the country music stars oh. voice went bad Ooh. then he's selling oh. stuff his dad passed away 13 years ago somebody's writing oh um, you were selling dad stuff, he's going to an old age home. <gasps> you know, and this is the one thing the uh, all of the friends had in common. They all paid people in names that were not Pete's. So the, the scammer was communicating with them saying, oh, you can pay me, but I'm not Anzel. Pay uh, my friend, Bonita, or pay <laughs> Edward, or pay Anthony. Mm. And they were duped into sending this money Whoa. to not Pete himself, but they thought they were talking, talking to, to him. Because they're getting really specific. So they went through Pete's whole profile page, and they said, oh, you know, um, uh, you like the Daytona, you like Florida. And it's these are the tips, you know, when, when to, to look out for this. Your email, your password's been changed, or your name or your birthday, or friend requests have been sent to people you don't know, messages that have been sent you didn't write, and posts have been made that you didn't create. So what the scammers were doing is they were really culling his entire social media, and they said, oh, oh, you go to Florida, and you love the Daytona. So he was right, the, the scammer's writing his friend, saying, hey, I'm coming back from Florida, but oh. I've got this stuff to sell. Yeah. Uh, why don't you send me this money? And I've got these tickets that are, Morgan Wallen oh. tickets are like $1,000 for the floor. He was selling, this packer was selling them on his page right. to his friends for like 200 bucks. Oh. So of course they were jumping on it. This thing sold out. Yeah. Whoa, it's, it's just wild how the scammer like really took the time to do their homework. That's what's person. new about this, yeah. That's oh. just, oh, yeah. Um, and you know like here at WABC, a lot of our colleagues have, have been the victim of this. You know, people uh, creating these new pages, pretending to be right. certain yeah, celebrities. Yeah, remember I told you I got like, my Instagram got hacked? Mm-hmm. It happened to you. So what they're after is they're after your contacts and followers. Right. And actually while we were driving to Brewster, I get a call from my friend, Vincent Curatolo, who is a Sopranos actor. Yeah. Vincent sent me this video and he goes somebody stole this and created a Facebook page in my name Vincent's not on Facebook and they said hey I'm gonna give you you can pay me to give you a shout out uh, you know maybe a, a baby reveal yeah, or a happy yeah. birthday oh, or okay. congratulations on your retirement this and they stole this video from cameo which he is on but now they were soliciting people directly saying do you want so pay me or pay mm. me pay me for acting mm. lessons mm. and guess what we're coming mm. on a big mm. anniversary mm. of the sopranos mm. so they were saying pay me for signed sopranos memorabilia that's a hot item oh man and they're then people really were stealing working money. and then they were showing up at Vince's house wow. looking for the stuff 
and he didn't even ever sell it. So they both wanted to, you know, warn people about not falling for these scams. My Facebook page was hacked, taken away right from underneath me. Stay away from it, block it, get rid of it, deny it. Don't even talk to anybody associated with me because I no longer have a Facebook page right now. We now have a file open almost a year with the FBI, broad. We haven't heard back from them. Vincent Curatola, Sopranos actor, had to open a file with the FBI. Right, exactly right, with the FBI. Your Part character the on The Sopranos right? would never have liked that. No, no, but... <laughs> He, he liked that one. Yeah, so here's how you uh, prevent social media hacks. Uh, don't share and reuse your login and passwords. And log out of any shared devices. You know when you were log logged in at work or something? Yes. Make oh. sure you log out. And then you have to turn on this multi-factor authentication. That's when if someone's messing in any of your accounts, they will send a code to your phone. And then you have to allow it. You know, do you get that? Did you, ever, did you mm -hmm. just try ever to log in? Ever since I did that, I've stopped getting hacked. Right. Yeah. helped a lot. That's yeah, smart. it does help a lot. But also, um, our firefighter had multi-factor. And oh. he was getting notices. Did you just try to log in in Bangkok, so Thailand? Pay attention to them. So it's, it's tricky. Listen, Facebook has three billion users, I think, around the globe. Right. So it's very hard for them to police this. He was told 180 days for them to fix it. You guys, surprise, surprise. I can't wait to tell you at noon what happened, oh. how we reached Mecca, oh. and what happened while we were there. All right, we'll be watching it. Okay. on the case. For sure. I'm wow. sure. All right. That Thank got rectified. I'll wait. see you at noon.